Welcome to In the Deep. I'm your host, Katherine Ingram. A New Year's resolution seems an arbitrary concept for making a strong intention. After all, each day is new, each moment. Even the first day of a year is just a date picked by specific cultures and not agreed upon by the world entire. Nevertheless, it's tempting to want to begin anew as the days grow lighter, at least here in the Northern Hemisphere, uh, and as the culture in which one lives celebrates new beginnings. So we turn our thoughts to intentions for the year to come as a way of setting specific directions in life. Now, for many years, my New Year's resolution was to be more kind. Kindness is one of the qualities I most value in others. In fact, I can overlook a lot of other more challenging aspects of a personality when kindness is the person's overriding expression. Having valued that quality in others for my entire life, it is one that I've always yearned to express more in my own case. And having that strong intention has served me over the years, not flawlessly, but pretty well, As I said in a recent podcast, I'm averse to feelings of remorse, and these tend to happen when one has not been kind. I really pay for it in ruminations and regret when I've acted in ways that cause any kind of suffering in others. So I'm very judicious about how often that happens. Conversely, there's a sweetness to one's relationships in life when kindness is the fundamental expression between friends or family. Not just a sweetness, but also a deep trust. Now, all that said, I find my thoughts and intentions for the past couple years have turned to the quality of genuineness, as it is another quality that I greatly admire in others, especially when combined with kindness. It's also one to which I aspire more for myself. Getting older does help in this regard. There is less self-consciousness and less inhibition in general because one realizes that there's no time for pretense and dissembling and contorting and compromising oneself. I sometimes have the thought that although there are few advantages to old age, at least one of them is that you get to be truly yourself and almost everyone gives you a pass. But why wait till old age to live an authentic life. Don't we admire the great artists and thinkers of history, many of whom were young, who lived on their own terms, despite being misunderstood and even vilified, perhaps, by the culture around them? What we sense in those people, what we admire, is their freedom. And that is finally what being authentic is about. It is, it's about experiencing a freedom within yourself such that when you're remaining true to it, there's an inner quiet that does not come in any other way. And you find you can say things and do things that might appear to others to be brave, but are in fact the only way you can live with yourself. It's kind of choiceless. And by the way, I want to reiterate that I don't mean authenticity as being true to the dark impulses that reside in all of us and are sometimes mistaken for expressions of integrity. We know plenty of people who simply cannot contain their madness, 
but yet are seen as authentic characters. Their authentic expression comes from a troubled and confused roar inside, and the words and deeds that result from that usually just cause more internal roaring and confusion, plus external <laughs> confusion and roaring. No, I mean the kind of quiet that perhaps Martin Luther King Jr. felt when he said, and I will read this, we've got some difficult days ahead, but it doesn't, but it really doesn't matter with me now because I've been to the mountaintop and I don't mind. Like anybody, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place, but I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will and he's allowed me to look to go up to the mountain and I've looked over and I've seen the promised land. I may not get there with you, but I want you to know tonight that we as a people will get to the promised land. So I'm happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. That kind of freedom. <sighs> yeah, he spoke these words the night before he was assassinated. That kind of freedom, when you know you're speaking your inner truth, and you even know that there may be a terrible cost to pay, and in this case, the cost was his life and he knew it. He knew. He was prophetic about that. But he was not in fear. He was aligned inside, perfectly integral to his vision and his cause. From the outside, it looks like the purest form of courage. From the inside, it's the pur purest form of freedom. I, uh, I knew a woman long ago in San Francisco who, as a child, her parents would take her to Martin Luther King rallies. She went to a few of them. She said that she was too young to understand what he was saying or what the rallies were about. I think she was six or so. But she called him the shiny man because his face seemed so lit up to her. Last night on thinking on this subject, I looked up the etymology of the word transparent. It comes from medieval Latin and is translated as shining through transparare, from trans, through, and parare, appear. There's a luminosity, a transparency within each of us when we're aligned with our own truth. Sometimes you can see it in a single moment when someone who's been living a lie suddenly tells the truth, the relief of it, the lifting of the burden. And we know the feeling of that lifting in our own case when we finally speak something that has been withheld or falsified. Of course, authenticity is not just blurting out every thought that rolls through. I've always liked the Buddha's practicality on this, always speak the truth, but only the truth that is skillful. So resting more and more in the quietness of the heart, it becomes easier to be authentic, to be genuine, and to be skillful. It's a symbiotic relationship between the inner landscape of ease and the ease in relationship to others, or the external landscape. 
The more genuine one is, the quieter inside. The quieter inside, the more easy our relationships in the world, and therefore our sense of internal ease continues. So my resolution, if you will, for the coming phase is to be vigilant in my own authenticity, to watch for those moments when I want to prove myself to someone or exaggerate or have any kind of hidden agenda. I know well those moments because I suddenly feel uncomfortable in my skin. And in the release of those impulses, I immediately experience transparency. This has been In the Deep. If you'd like to know more about my work, book a private session by phone or Skype, or make a tax-deductible donation in support of these podcasts, please visit katherineingram.com. Till next time.